1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Neil the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for
2: three. Oh! He banked it in! He banked it in! And the game is tied! We're going to overtime! Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Oh, assist no. oh, oh no the a Double time! Miles Turner. Yeah. Welcome to the NBA, my friend. Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa. oh no! With oh, a no. Right
0: Don't hand. let him throw it down like that. Victor, on the deep phone!
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast.
1: Welcome to episode 36 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook, and sitting next to me as always Eric Hawk and Jake Light. Big news on this episode, we always like to dive in <clears throat> Pacers-related topics. But today we're going to switch it up on you guys, because I feel like we had a huge story breaking today. we got to talk about it, right? Yes. So, as you all have already seen by now... The New York Knicks and the Dallas Mavericks, who played, I believe they played on Wednesday night against each other at the Garden. They have uh, agreed to a trade that will send Kristaps Porzingis, Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Dallas in exchange is sending back Wes Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., and DeAndre Jordan. I think there's also a couple first-rounders, maybe one in them two. as well. Two,
0: yeah, two first-rounders.
1: Um, so... Initial thoughts on that trade because reports came out that Porzingis had talked with management here today, and then literally like an hour later the trade was made. So, what do you guys think about that deal? Both sides, do you like it? Do you dislike it for somebody, or do you think both teams want that deal?
0: I actually think both teams did pretty well. Um, I we talked about Porzingis in a couple of deals uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple podcasts ago. So, um, he, here's why I like it for Dallas. Obviously, you're getting Kristaps Porzingis when he's healthy, solid player, uh, one of the better players in the league. He's nicknamed the Unicorn. I mean, he can do a little bit of everything. The downside to Kristaps is he's he's hurt. Uh, he's never proven to be one of the better players on a playoff team. Obviously, um, he he's just struggled at times to stay healthy. Um, but it's worth the risk if you're Dallas. I mean, they're always, they're st- superstar hunting at all times. And uh, they got a superstar and they've kind of cornered the market on European players. I mean, it, I mean, we can laugh about it all we want, but you have Dirk, you have Luca, and now you have Kristaps. I mean, those are some solid name recognition guys. Uh, you also get Tim Hardaway Jr., and um, he's he can you know he can play. I mean I don't love the contract. It's actually going to be a positive. I'm going to be talking about for the Knicks. But he can he can play. He can really play. So Dallas is getting another shooting guard that, that can take over games uh, at points in at different points in the season. Uh, Trey Burke's a solid player. Courtney Lee. That's all contract. I mean I don't really like the acquisition of Trey Burke and Courtney Lee. But. You're not getting Kristaps Porzingis without taking those guys on, mm-hmm. and so which brings me to my next point. The reason I really like this deal for the Knicks, you're getting two future first-round picks. There's nothing saying right now that Kristaps Porzingis will even be a Dallas Maverick in the next year or two. I mean, if he doesn't, say, if he signs a qualifying offer, he becomes an uh, unrestricted free agent next year, next next year. Yes. Okay, so um, you get the two first-round picks. Uh, you get to clear the cap space that Tim Hardaway Jr. I think he's making he's going to be making like 18 million a year for the next three years. That's ridiculous. Uh, Courtney Lee, it's like 12 million over the next two. Another ridiculous contract. So you're getting out from those contracts. While you're getting Dennis Smith Jr., he can really play. I think we all like his game. Uh, I'm not saying he's a superstar by any means. You also pick up DeAndre Jordan and Wes Matthews, two guys we probably won't, see, maybe, I don't want to say we won't see him in Nick uniforms, but if they're really looking to tank, they're going to be flipping those guys pretty quickly or buying them out. So, um, but if they are able to turn those guys into any sort of cheap assets, uh, Lottery ticket type players that could be really good down the stretch. I really like the deal for New York. I'm probably in the minority on that, but I can definitely see why they are uh, why they are doing what they're doing with Kristaps. They basically use their best trade chip to get out of terrible contracts while at the same time accumulating talent and draft picks. I think that's a good deal for New York.
2: Yeah, I think it's for short term short short term, it's a tough word to say. I mean <laughs> Dallas. I think Dallas wins this trade right away. You get Kristaps in the building. And, I mean, he's just going to learn from Dirk anything that he doesn't already know. A guy that averaged 22 points before he got injured, I mean, that's always good. The qualifying offer does change things a little bit, but... Like all the points you said, the New York Knicks are in a fine spot. I mean, for as good as they can be. Yeah, The Knicks are a joke laughable of a franchise. I mean, yeah. they're t- always bad. Yeah. In the biggest media market in probably the world, and they're just always terrible. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to watch. I love it as a Pacers fan. But <laughs> they got two max contracts they can bring in next year. Clay Thompson, Boogie Cousins, Kevin Durant. There's a bunch of guys out there. So it's kind of the perfect summer to do something like this. And, I mean, Chris Thompson management in New York never got along. Never saw a die. It seemed like he skipped their meeting last year, the the end of the year meeting. That was kind of a big deal. So, I mean, all in all for both sides, I'd have to agree that it was a a good trade for both sides. Especially, you know, when the summer comes and if they can sign two guys to that max deal like they're trying to do obviously. And
1: that's all I have to say about that.
0: Chris, what do you think about the deal?
1: I just felt like they kind of made it too quick. It was very quick. I thought that they could have I don't know if they had previous like Except offers Wednesday on the table night. Wednesday night they just But said no I would have at least I would have not wouldn't have taken I would have been like okay Dal- Dallas might have said this is the deal take it now or well, we're going to back out maybe they did that but like I would have called around and seen what else some other team would have gave given me because I feel like they probably could have got Better value somewhere those team, else. Those two teams just played each other, right? Yeah, they played Wednesday night, so you know that. You think some- the owners
2: like got together and had like a beer too and thought this Something master plan? I saw that there was that video of Luca and
1: Chris Top dabbing each yeah. other up after
2: the game. Like, maybe I don't know. Up.
1: I just feel like they They're acted. Interesting. They acted too quick. There's still a week before the trade deadline, so. But at the same time,
2: their goal was to get the max contracts and get Kristaps. I think.
1: Yeah, and somebody they didn't I mean, care about talent. Necessarily. Somebody gladly would have taken on those two contracts to get Porzingis. Any a bunch
0: of other teams.
1: Seventy-five yeah.
2: percent NBA they, teams. I mean, maybe they resigned DeAndre Jordan with one of those max contracts. Maybe that's kind of their plan. I don't know. It's I, I don't. Not I mean, terrible.
0: I, yeah, it's not. You could do worse than DeAndre, but I, I think for the Knicks, getting those two first-round picks, we don't know how far into the future those two first-round picks are. If I, if I were running the Knicks, I would think that I would try to be targeting maybe like 2021, 2022, something like that, 2023, just because you don't know Chris Hops could have another terrible injury. He might not resign with Dallas. If he doesn't resign with Dallas, you're basically hoping to God and praying that Tim Hardaway Jr. and Luka are running that franchise in <laughs> Dallas. I mean, that doesn't say in the West, that does not sound like a great proposition. Um, now, they are... This actually sets up well with Dallas, so I'm kinda talking my way into Dallas because they're already, they're not tanking, but at the same time they're gonna get a pretty decent draft pick. Uh, Chris Sops probably won't be back for another couple months, so he's not gonna raise their stock any in the short term. And Tim Hardaway Jr. is already used to tanking every single game with the Knicks. So I mean maybe it's not maybe it's not a terrible deal. I just think both teams I can see why both teams did it, and I think sometimes it's rare to see as clearly um, the motives of both teams, and uh, I think I like it. I like the, the
2: Mavericks currently are 23 and 27 with the 12th seed, and they are looks and like five games back in the
1: playoffs, so they probably won't make the playoffs. No. Yeah, if he plays this year, it's going to be late. Yeah, so yeah, I cool wouldn't even
0: play ahead. him. No, like, you don't season? play him. That's exactly what you don't. Know. You don't play him, and you probably I maybe you do flip Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's not, I, surely they don't think he's like some superstar, you know, a piece. I mean, he a, seems like a Mark Cuban guy for uh, some reason. I he's guess, not foreign, so that doesn't make sense. That's true, but he's a, he
1: seems like he's always got a shooter on his team. And yeah, maybe he's I'm got just, the pedigree. Maybe yeah. I'm
0: just a little bit bitter because we were saying, you know, we need to come up with a couple trade trade options, and I had, you know, the Knicks trading, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. to us, and now it's all Fubard, so. A little tough. Maybe we can get them from Dallas. We'll see. On to
1: more depressing matters. Uh, What our podcast is specifically about, the Indiana Pacers. I just hate talking about it right now. They are on a three-game losing streak, and as we are recording this, here in an hour, they're going to be playing the Orlando Magic. So hopefully by the time you hear this uh, this morning, uh, they are not on a four-game losing streak because that would be uh, extremely awful. Uh, but they've lost uh, since the Toronto win. They've lost at Memphis against the Golden State Warriors and at the Wizards the other night. So pretty much wrapping those up, the Memphis Grizzlies game was an absolute snooze fest. I don't know if you guys watched the entire game, but it was so boring to watch on a Saturday night. I was, everybody was drunk in in. so I didn't Yeah, it snowed <laughs> in. It was, uh, it was just absolutely rough. It was boring. Yeah. Most boring game of the year. Uh, the Golden State Warriors game, I don't even count that game as a real game. Uh, that's ridiculous know. to watch. That's an exhibition game.
2: That's Curry just got hot, and it was—I remember it was like sixteen sixteen at one point. That's we were like pretty good about ourselves. Yeah. Curry goes on a 10-hour run by himself. That's it.
1: That's like the uh, Globe Trotters playing against the uh, Generals. Is that the team they play? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That's what that is. So I don't even count that as a loss. So really, they're on a two game losing streak. And then the Wizards—that loss was just terrible. Jeff Green just went nuts. <laughs> that's on you guys. The, the way, two anyway. Jeff Green. Uh, Gave him the nickname Jeff James because he was on fire. (laughs) Sam Decker was like white chocolate out there. I mean, he just looked like a stud. (laughs) He did not look like a guy that's been on, like, 18 teams already. And then Jordan McRae was pissing me the hell off. That guy. Every time, I just feel like every time he did something, it just was, oh. The fall-away
0: 15-footer going out of bounds, kind of falling back out of bounds. I mean... Just went right in. I think it was over Doug McDermott. And I think after that point, I just texted the group chat and was like, what the hell is going on? I didn't even spell McCray's name right because I literally didn't even know he existed. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know anything about this McCray guy. And apparently he's
1: the second coming of Michael Jordan or something. I don't know. The guy was pissing me off. Jeff Green, like, literally couldn't miss. Um. So, yeah, three losses. Those were bad. You guys depressed?
2: Yeah. Basketball's just not as fun right now for me. Especially after those, this, this little losing streak we're on. I think we can beat Orlando. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> you know, for God's sakes, hopefully. But my thing is, we got 32 wins, right? 32, yeah. 33, something like that. Yeah, 32 wins. 32, 32 <laughs> and 18. 30, yeah. And uh, I would I said 42 will get you in the playoffs. You're right above that 500 mark. Usually they... 7-8, usually right around 500. So... Do we think this team can get 10 wins before the end of the season? This I team think it's, is you,
1: making the playoffs. Absolutely, right? This team will make the but playoffs. But if we lose
2: to the Magic and we've lost four in a row. This team will make the playoffs. I will bet on it. I'm just I on
0: it. I will bet on it. Is it's not a, looking
1: good. I mean, who a on our team can score? Tonight?
0: Is it a must win tonight?
1: I feel like it is. It kind of is, honestly. Morality, fan Morals morality ball. on Twitter. They're going to make them moves if we Pacers go 0 Twitter 4-0. is just like imploding. They think, I mean, we already should have imploded already. We lost our best player. The season's over. But they're imploding. The sky is falling. We knew this was going to happen. We weren't going to be very good. Uh, Without a guy like Victor, we, the ball just doesn't seem to move enough. You we have, don't have that quick guys, guy. That you have five guys out there who are, are spot-up guys. Yeah, or make, can, they can't make a play. Darren Collison isn't a guy that's going to drive to the basket, and he's not going to make guys scared that he's going to attack the basket, uh, You know, leaving open opportunities out there for other guys. Yeah. Uh, like How long Lodevo? does the
2: Sumner experience continue?
1: I mean, yeah. are we all You you don't like him? I thought he's played well. He's played
2: hard, he's played good D, but I mean, he is defensively everything.
1: Yeah, his shots, I think he's nervous. His first two games, <laughs> I think
2: he's nervous. His he's definitely nervous. Games, he, he, had play, he had to play
1: Clay Thompson, then he had to play against Bradley Beal. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying that he hasn't
1: looked great. I mean, No, he no, hasn't looked great, but I wouldn't give I'm not, up on. Him I'm, just I get. would it's never two give game. up on it's a guy two after games. two games. I'm two just games.
2: saying, like he's our starting player right he's, not now. Starting, <laughs> he's not starting. He's not starting against Kevin. the Magic.
1: He's coming off the bench, but defensively, I do like, I do like his effort way better defensively than Tyree Evans. Yeah. And what it's about Leaf? We gotta talk about okay. Leaf a little bit. TJ is the mean, shining spot of the team now. He's is he a trade asset. I, don't, I wouldn't sure go that, that, that far. Love, I saw right, I saw people comparing him to Ke- Kevin Love last night on. Twitter. Oh my goodness. What are we doing? <laughs> that's the ceiling. what are we doing? That's the ceiling. I mean, that's a pretty good. Sealer. My favorite, my favorite thing that TJ Leaf does when he dunks it. He'll just leave like that one arm like the in the air, up, for yeah. just, like for two seconds. Like he dumps it and then he leaves that arm
0: up, just like, like finesse. Hey guys, I like, yeah,
1: like <laughs> it just is so finesse. I will say he's athletic
2: as hell. I like, guess you—you cannot you can convince see.
0: me though. There, there's a reason we've started playing him, and of course, Victor, I, Victor got hurt or whatever. But he's auditioning. We're auditioning him. for the I would, trade He's doing line.
2: a good job so far. We, I mean, it's I, the I, bell I, of the ball right now.
0: And I, I think you know, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that. We're not trying to trade Tyreek right now. I mean, he was in a car accident, I believe. I think that's what they were talking about on F- uh, yes. Fox Sports Midwest. But we're holding him out so he can't get hurt. It seems like we might be trying to trade Tyreek. Now we're also trying to show everybody what TJ Leaf can do. And Tyreek's brother was on Twitter
1: talking shit about how the Pacers are using him. Really? What yeah. did he say specifically? I can't remember exactly, he's but... he's has been injured.
2: He's mispracticed. He pretty like, much he just could, said the he knew Pacers he aren't... coming
1: off the bench. The Pacers aren't using him correctly, and then he was mad, I think, in that Memphis game, he sat the whole fourth quarter.
0: How about you play some defense?
1: Yeah. How I about mean, you try making a should layup? Should we try to get two?
0: Tyreek's
2: brother on the
1: podcast?
0: I would love that. I would love nothing more than <laughs> If you're
2: that. listening, Brother Evans, we'd love to have you.
0: Brother
1: Evans. Um, so, yeah, Orlando Magic, knock on wood, we win this game. Uh, Miami, playing Miami Saturday night... <laughs> Friday night in Miami, that's not good. <laughs> uh, that's that's a loss. Yeah. Hopefully the boys have a good and time. And then they least. play in New Orleans Monday, so you go that's... from Miami to New Orleans. <laughs> You're that's having not. a blast. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have a good time at least. And then come back and play the Lakers on Tuesday. With hopefully, LeBron. Hopefully LeBron's not back then. My God, the Lakers suck. Yeah, the Lakers are atrocious.
2: And I got an all-time potential... LeBron James rant later. That's a lovely association. Okay. I can't wait. He's just um, really pissing me off right now. Yeah. Everything LeBron is
1: really pissing me off. So, we play the Pelicans and the Lakers back to back. So, my question is is that a foreshadowing of a three way deal before the trade deadline? Love it.
2: I mean, that's all I feel like Jake sent us. It's just Pelicans, <laughs> Lakers, and like know, Pacers trades going on there. In. I mean, apparently, there was a report yesterday that Dell Demps just isn't answering calls right now. He's like, he's I apparently, wait. Answered apparently he's going to say, today. These,
1: all these reports are just. They're just, just conflicting. And everything's just crazy right now. The funniest part. I hate it. The, the thing is, is I don't get too wrapped up in reports. The people said literally minutes before the Mavericks slid in and got the trade that they listed like five teams Porzingis was well, interested not in. The Mavericks weren't on. Yeah, it. yeah, this is just the Pacers when they traded Paul George to the Thunder. No discussions about the Thunder. They came out of nowhere, and it's always a team that you're not expecting. That's why I don't think if Anthony Davis gets traded, he's going to the Lakers or the Celtics. We have a light. We are the
2: light that sparks, you know, the resurgence of good actual media. It's our job. Because every time I, I can't watch TV right now. Well, the funny is everything just coming out of everyone's mouth is
1: just shit. No one. And knows the worst what you're part is about. a big name, so a big name player. Every time they go on the Lakers, they're oh, going to always. Lakers, they're going and that's to Lakers. part of the LeBron. The, the Lakers, yeah. Well, they, yeah, it's been like that before LeBron. The Lakers haven't done shit in like six or seven years. Yeah. Like ever since they just let Kobe just ride off with a shit ton of money. I mean, right. the Clippers over the last so since the last Lakers title. The Clippers have been a
0: more... Relevant franchise. Relevant franchise. Yes. Okay, listen. They've so. had great players. I, yeah. I deleted all these trades. but And I'm not going into Don't who's go getting in, what. Won- no, give me a sec. Just give me one <laughs> Let him do his he trades. Loves his he trades. trades. I love the trades. And it will be a segment later. But just... And I'm not going to tell you who's going where. Uh, Lakers would be getting Anthony Davis. That's all you need to know. The Pacers would only be giving up Tyreek Evans. TJ Leaf. First round pick.
2: I don't know, man. Leaf's looking pretty good. I know. That's why we're
0: who going. are we getting in return? We're getting Josh Hart, a promising young guy. I like Josh Hart. Uh, he plays hard. Josh Hart's uh, good. He's nothing sexy. Alfred Payton, Yeah, okay. a one-year deal. He's making about three million, so that opens it up. We now we can trade Collison or, or God forbid, Corey Joseph, and then of course Lance Stevenson. So you're you're trading Tyreek, TJ Leaf, and a first-round pick. You're getting Josh Hart, Alfred Payton, Lance Stevenson. Cool.
2: I'm, I mean, it's it's something, and I know the fans will love having Lance back. But at this point, I'm over Lance. I mean, he's had. Two I know. Yeah, here. you
1: haven't seen that. I, I mean, I love Lance. I, I love want you to. Ninety five percent of Pacers, including me, I didn't think of it the way you thought of it before. So I see where you're coming from. But yes. you could say ninety five percent of the people who listen to our show
2: absolutely are Lance. Lance. I'm Stevenson one of those people Stance. who yes. I don't like Lance. But I, I want, want you to plead your back. case.
1: Why? Go into details why you wouldn't want to I forget him back. all
2: of my major points. You put me on the spot, but one of them specifically was he didn't want to be here twice. I mean, he took less money in Charlotte after taxes. Second time
1: was partially on the Pacers.
2: <laughs> partially, but he declined our offer yeah. from everything we've heard and everything we've known. And he felt a little slighted, which I understand. Yeah. It's like it's it's a business both ways, but it, I don't know, man. I, just, I would moment. love to have him back, but we don't have like a horse for Lance to lie on. Like Lance can't be crazy when we're losing by twenty points. It doesn't work like that. You like you need a
1: guy like Paul or Vic. A competitive. This team is, for this is my this is my thought if you got Lance. You play Lance in home games and you play Doug McDermott in away games. <laughs> Doug McDermott <laughs> oh. shoots better on the road. Yeah. Play him in away games. And then Lance can play at home. That's where he plays best. You can't play Lance in away games. He's not as good. Yeah, so play him at home, he's got the crowd behind him. He gets everybody energized. That's my only thought on it. So
2: I was just saying as a fan I don't want to idolize a guy that didn't want to be here twice. And that was my only thing. Like, I love Lance. I love what he does. He's a great guy. Everything we know about Lance, he's awesome. I just don't think, as a fan, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, whack off Lance Stevenson because <laughs> he didn't want to be here twice and just tell everyone like getting upgraded. dumped.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like getting dumped twice and then going back again.
2: It's like getting dunked on and then just, like, dapping up with the guy who dunked on you. Like, yeah. it's just not something I'm going to do. Okay. But, hey. I, I would like to have Lance back on if we were healthy and competitive. I'd say, but I don't think it'd work uh, for this team right now.
0: Right.
1: Okay. Um. In other painters related news, there was a video that came out. Kristen Denary did the floss at a local school event. What school um, was that? I don't know. It's kind of... But they were extremely blessed to see that yeah, exactly. person. Lucky so, kids. So, uh, where would you rank his dance moves? You know, with the all-time greats, you got Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh is a good dancer. Yeah, I, yeah. He's got allegations, we won't count yeah, them. Yeah. We don't want to be So does them Michael either. Jackson, <laughs> Definitely not R.
2: <R-K-L-E>. Kelly. <laughs> Subway guy was a pretty good dancer too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay.
1: <laughs> 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 Anyways, Kristenary <laughs> dance moves, what did you, what did you think of them? If we're being from a
2: pure, just looking speculation point, <laughs> it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like he was, you
1: couldn't stop looking. He's got oily hips. It was great. He's I mean, the guy just hips. moved.
2: He was so free in it. He he definitely done the floss before. I wonder if he plays Fortnite. I mean, we have to ask him. I'd love to drop in with Chris. The way
0: it. his hips, his hips weren't lying. Was, I mean it kind hits. of felt like
2: the I've been to the I've been to the ocean a couple times yeah. and those waves they're mesmerizing. Yeah. It reminded me of that day yeah. when I was on the beach when I saw and the just ocean it just see everything moving just so freely yeah. and just it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I liked mean, it. We need more dancing Denari content.
1: And yeah. I will say I sent him a Facebook message should I read it on, yes. on the air? Yeah, read it on so the I air. So I sent Denari a Facebook message and I said, uh, the "Video last night of you doing the floss was exactly what Pacers fans needed for a pick me up." <laughs> Hilarious. He says back, "I aim to please." <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>. ha! <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so, yeah, what a great person. I love Chris Denari. He
2: had to. He had to
0: know that that was going. And on I will Twitter. say,
2: I, I feel like if we lose like seven or eight games in a row, which we'll have that. We'll have Daenerys, he'll will be right there. He'll have the same vote voice tone, like just listening to Daenerys with everything else like blocked out of your mind. You think everything was going great, and that's—and that's what we need. We need stability right now more than
1: ever. My favorite part—and this is totally off topic—but since we're talking about Daenerys, Quinn Buckner, <laughs> whatever, his favorite thing to say on defense is, "If he makes it, he makes it. Good defense." You've heard him say that, I assume. The other night during the Wizards game. It was somebody, I think it was Jeff Green. He was like, Oh, you gotta let him take that shot. Like, Jeff Green was dribbling it ridiculously, and he just threw up a shot. And he's like, Oh, you gotta let him take that shot. And then Jeff Green just swished, <laughs> swished the three. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just started dying laughing. Yeah. Oh, you
0: gotta let him take that shot. And
1: that's not the first time that's happened. Quinn Bucker he could be a jinx, to be you honest. You think so? Could be. D- we do not want to get
2: that started on this podcast. <laughs> we might have to do
1: some further research to confirm that, but I'm not I mean, afraid. He is to...
2: on the IU board of like trustees or something.
1: Yeah. He could yeah. be a jinx. Yeah, I'm not afraid to at least put a feeler out there that he could be a jinx.
2: I, I, um, I don't even know anything about it, and I already believe it, so yeah. you've convinced me. <laughs> uh,
1: bonus question for you guys, keeping it with the FS Indiana crew. I think it was Hawk, you posted a video of Eddie, Gill, of Eddie Gill, former Pacers point guard on the podcast, and he's also on the FS Indiana crew. We
2: didn't follow Eddie, which I thought was surprising. All I had right. to go follow him. So, no. Sorry, Eddie, but All we follow you now.
1: So, uh, he took half-court shots to show Steph Curry or something. I can't remember what Yeah, was. just with the range. So, he yeah, has. you took a weird. video and you said, how many takes? How many takes? Uh, Eddie Gill didn't reply back. Yeah, how he many, didn't.
2: He was scared. How sure. many
1: takes do you think it took him to make that half court shot? I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> I'll say it took. I think he was around ten. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was Over gonna, ten. I was gonna say four. Okay. Four. You said, somebody said first. Somebody responded first yeah. try, but they yeah. had no idea. Obviously, yeah. It's not like they were there for the recording. <laughs> I'd say he got it in under ten. Like that's reasonable. If you gave me ten half-court shots oh right my now, God, I guarantee I'd, make it. It. I'd make one. I guarantee it. I didn't play in the NBA. So he, I think he was around eight or nine. He probably made it on the eighth.
1: <laughs> <At least, laughs> if I had to guess, like, you what's your guess? You just like, broke it down. I'm saying, saying four. do only two here. I'm saying 4 Same saying four? I'm That's, sticking with four. No, I'm saying over
0: ten.
2: So, like, the first three he shot, like, serious, and this fourth was kind of like, oh, I'm going to be here a while. And he made yeah. it, and he was a little surprised. You thought it was right at
0: ten?
1: I was going
2: to say right
0: at ten, yeah. Okay. I mean that's see, I think at least rental. at least
1: they didn't have to end up getting to the point where he took so many shots that they ended up taking a second <laughs> shot. That's of the the, Those <laughs> are always the best. the zoom did see him just chuck it and it's
2: like a clear break in the pan and then it's just amazing. They did that early
1: in the year with Pat Boylan. <laughs> did yes, they, they did. Pat Boylan took a three and they cut to the shot. <laughs> just like, can't wait to ask him about that. You can't we do ever you them. can't do Pat like that. Sorry Pat, but that was pretty funny. All right. Next up, okay, got a lot of intro topics today. (laughs) Jake is currently kissing his microphone. I asked you guys, and I don't know if you followed up to rank keeping it with FS Indiana. Rank the commercials. Rank your top three FS Fox Sports Indiana commercials right now, not over the years, just that are on TV right now. Maybe over the years you can include. Are we going one at a time? Uh, What do you like better? When we all say
0: we should just go. I mean, I feel like we're all going to have the same ones.
2: I like the Miles Turner backpack one. Got I it. think it's good, nice, community oriented. You okay. know, you get the nice, That's you know, idea on members' credit.
0: That's three for me. Chuckling Fat Guy for me. Ah, that Chuckling my okay. Fat Guy as my three. You don't even know what it's called. Well, I don't know what any of them are called. I know I know my number He's one. He's the temples guy. He was talking about – it's a financial thing, right? He's talking it's about how money. Union, I'm pretty
2: Is sure. it? Yeah. I thought it was like some fina- – He, went he went saved to gift- money to go he to his saved wife's money Okay, I was
1: H- right, right. I'm just going to say We that, did everything. That
0: was my number one. Uh, <laughs> that's your number one? Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, that's my number three. But no, you can take that for uh, me. So,
1: yeah, I mean the smile, you got the laugh. We've even turned that into a gif now on Twitter. Uh, he went and seen temples – his kid got married in Japan. He said, Keeper. I mean, it's a great commercial. It's yeah. been on for years. It yeah. really has. And it just keeps going. So Is that it? That's uh, right. My me. turn again? I, I'm going to say my third one. Okay. This one you guys probably don't see as much as I'm going to say the IEPUI commercial. Have you seen the IEPUI commercial?
2: With like the
1: weird. They're like dancing. It's got the song. It's like, The reason why it's my favorite is because you have to pay attention to it next time you watch it. The professor that's in the IEPUI commercial. I think he's wearing a wig. I think he's wearing a black wig. <laughs> really? I think he's wearing. We'll find a, that out. Now. I think he's wearing a black wig. I don't know for sure, but I would love to see the guy in person and pull his hair. I think he's wearing a wig. So next time you watch it, I think his name's <laughs> Professor Rohan in the commercials. So when you see him, when you see that commercial, even you listeners out there, if he's wore, if you think he's wearing a wig, please let me know. Okay,
2: my next one's gonna be the home loan expert. Ryan Kelly. Oh,
1: God. Quick, that's, sweet. That's it's word. always quick
2: and sweet. It's like less than 15 seconds. And I like his voice. He's got this nice, you know, manly voice, and it's a quick and to the point. And if I ever need, you know, a home loan expert, I'm going right to Ryan Kelly. I'll tell you that right now. Estes
0: boys for me, number two. Oh, um, my God, you are a son of a bitch. Listen, number two, <laughs> Estes boys, and it's quite It. it they – they're talking, and they're trying to make it look like this is a conversation that they would have. But listen, my favorite part of this is when they're talking. They're not, like, facing each other. They're facing – their shoulders are parallel to the camera, and they're just, like, craning their head to talk to each other. <laughs> I hate it. And that's what happens when you just, get guys that have never and acted, just, acted. And you just know that all car dealerships try to rail you. Like, they, I mean, they should. I mean, that's, that's their, their job. job. Right, It's their job. You. Yeah, it's just to rail you from behind. <laughs> And I just – you know that they're trying to rail you. Yes. And then they're trying – now they're going out of their way, well, you know, we treat our customers the right way. You know, we're always going to make sure you have the cheapest, you know, Mm -hmm. because we do up to the minute. Well, you tell me up to the minute, all of a sudden all I have to do is hit refresh again. The price jumps right back up. So – I'm calling bullshit <laughs> on those guys, but that, they're definitely my number two. But.
2: You're calling bullshit on these guys, so like to rail you, but it's your second favorite <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. commercial. So, no, uh, no, no, no.
2: Advertising is working.
0: No, yeah, well, right. <laughs> I'm chuckling at it. It's my
1: favorite one to chuckle. Yeah, at. okay. Oh yeah, I, that was my number two, Bill mm-hmm. Estes yeah. and his boy having the fake conversation. They just That's, wrote it. The, thank you. Terrible acting. The acting oh, is just putrid. The old movie. man. He you would think the as, a, for, as for car salesmen, you know, they would at least have a little more. Better acting skills. I don't know. It's it's terrible, but I love it. I laugh every time it's on, just because I know they're just crocs of shit. Um, just, yeah. And I even I even tried today on Twitter. I tried to make my play getting Bill Estes to uh, advertise on the podcast. Um, so we, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Shoot or shoot. Dude, shoot. Um, if we all after don't they have... hear the
2: the railing comments, they
1: might not, <laughs> they might not be inclined. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> shout out Bill Estes yeah. Chevrolet. Uh, yeah, no, you my boy f- asked
2: this. Get you a if We all bro. don't have the
1: same number one. We, no, the, I've, the, those were my three. You took two of them. What? I
2: mean, you guys are gonna say Connecticut 100%. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go with the Mr. Quick.
1: Okay, just because <laughs> it's get. the most annoying one. Mr. Quick <laughs> is so annoying. I cannot, and now they have him come in during the game. Can he you guys, comes guys do in the, on the, the jingle? Free throw.
2: Call, call Mr. Quick. Call on the spell word. word. Go online. Is it online or on time? On I mean, time. On time yeah. yeah. You can get those mixed up.
0: Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. My number one. Yeah. Let me I mean, good just something Value. about seeing those Daenerys dogs. I mean, they just have so much love in their eyes. They're sitting there. They're obedient. And then you get Daenerys sipping the, sipping the drink, giving us... All kinds of content and just housewives around America. That's the only reason they watch the games. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason why wives watch the games. So, trapping. Yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Daenerys on the problem. <laughs> all right.
1: Wrapping that up. Anything nice to say about the commercial? Fun topics. I mean, that, that, there's not much you can say about the Daenerys commercial. <laughs> we cover it every time. I will
2: say it's a little longer than I like. Yeah, no.
1: my only complaint. Yeah, yeah. We do have a meme about it. So, yeah. yes. All right. Now, episode 36. This is the official trivia. Portion of the podcast. Yikes. I am going to ask you a trivia question, and you guys are going to give me to your best ability what the answer is. Pretty selfish. This could take 20 to
0: 30 minutes.
1: Um, I'm going to let it go for a little bit, just let you throw out some names, and then I'll get more specific. Okay, cool. ready to go? We're tag teaming this, right? Yes. Okay. The question's
2: the same question. Yeah, you might want
1: to. So this is episode 36. There are three active players. In the NBA, who are currently the age of 36? What the hell is
0: LeBron? I want you to name them. Is he 35, 36? He's got to be, be 32, 33, right? Okay,
2: we yeah, he's we he's are not younger. looking this he's up. He's a little younger.
0: So just FYI, I started shouting like Vince Carter, Dirk. Is Dirk 36? No. No, he's like 40. Okay, I didn't know. But uh, we started shouting these names <coughs> just, like the old guys. They have to be 36. They have to be
2: 36 on the dot. Oh, on the dot. Andre Iguodala.
0: No. Tony Parker. There's
2: one. Okay. Good, okay. Sh- good
0: yeah, shit. yeah He uh, looked it up. No, I swear to
2: God, I didn't. Sean Livingston?
1: No. Who's he? Uh, he's drafted in like '04, like 4
0: Livingston. but he came out of high school. Zaza
1: Pachoya. No. Oh!
0: You're on the right path there, I think. I, mean, I think you got to think smaller smaller guards. Yeah, Chris uh, Paul? Uh, uh, Chris no. Paul. Just guys that have been around How, for Chris a while. Paul's,
1: you just, you just, just said, said i got to think smaller younger, guys. Guys older than Chris guys, Paul, probably. Jamal Crawford. Oh, you you literally just said we got to think of smaller guys, and I did that. Eh. That should have been your first clue. So right big, there. it's big guys. There you go. It's big guys. Two guys left. <laughs> it's big guys. What is this? Estes and his boy
0: coming after us? Big guys. I'm uh, trying to think
2: of a good frame of reference. So we got who? Who did we say? Tony Parker's 36.
0: Tony Parker's 36. So
2: somebody else that's Tony Parker's age. Yeah. Been in the league for a while. <laughs> a long while. Is okay. it Mono? Are they the same age? Mono's not. No, in the league he retired, anymore, didn't he? He's
0: like 40. I'm trying to say uh, – Tyson Chandler. There's two. Okay. Okay, we got one more. Um, I'm trying to think of old guys who – Is it another big? I already said yes. Zaza, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Oh, boy, it's another – Quincy AC. No. If I give you the team, it'll probably get No, don't give don't me give the a, team. Don't give him the team. We're doing a lot better than I thought we Yeah, again. we got
2: two. What
1: about uh, – can you give us uh, – I don't want him more. Taj guys. Gibson.
0: No. Uh, I, yeah, I – Taj do. is probably older. He's, he's definitely drafted like 09. No, he's, the guy's probably older. We're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big guy, man. I was literally... Oh, uh, Joakim Noah? No. That's not a terrible... Corey Brewer... Oh, no, you said it was a big guy. Sorry. Um, drafted before 2007. Okay.
1: I believe he was drafted in 2 Dwayne Wade? No, no that's, that's, uh,
0: that's 03. three. Oh, boy. Give me a second.
2: So after Dwayne Wade, was he ever an all-star?
1: I don't think so. Just an Maybe player. if he was, it was one year, but I don't think he has been.
0: He's just an average guy, man. Yeah. He's just stuck. I right thought him. Quincy Acey was gonna. be... Is he? has been on multiple teams. Oh yeah.
1: First team he started to play playing with was
0: the uh, Denver Nuggets. That doesn't really help at all, does it? Mm-mm. Because the Nuggets were just like. It wouldn't be mellow Melo- No, it's, on I was league. trying to think. Of guys in the Mellow deal. Is he? Is it like a?
2: What's, this, what's that one point guard? Wait a second. Nene. There
0: you go. Let's Nene. go. Nene. Let's go. Love I think it. you got them all. <laughs> Nene uh, was
1: number three. Tyson Chandler, Tony Parker. How long did that take? I feel
2: like we just decent. It was a few minutes. <laughs> it's
1: probably all right. good listening. Yeah. Bonus question. Oh, no. Oh, no. How many active players in the NBA are currently the age 35 and over? So... 35 and over how many active players are and we currently? just
2: named three that were 36 vince carter's older seven i'm saying it's more than seven i bet it's like i bet it's like 12 you're close oh really more or less than 12 more whoa i'm close it's like 14 <laughs>
1: 14 yeah, so vince, what i said times two vince carter dirk Nowitzki, yeah, jamal dude. crawford crawford Pau Gasol, Udonis Haslam, Dwayne Wade. Haslam's still playing? 38. He's a he forward. hasn't
0: really been playing oh, for like seven God. years. Calverone, uh, yeah. <laughs> What?
1: Kyle Corver. Uh, forever. three you still mentioned. Miami? Yeah. And then Jeez. Iguodala, Channing Frye, and Devin Harris. Yeah. Udonis good. Haslam
0: gets his jersey retired, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, if, what's retire. his name? Nick Collison. Nick Collison I don't say why not. That is honestly embarrassing. He averaged four more I mean, points a, a game than me.
2: As a fan, he's like one of those – he was like the first guy they drafted, right? It'd be like the That's Pacers retiring
1: Jeff like Foster.
0: The, yeah, it'd be like the Pacers
1: retiring Jeff Foster. I, I feel would like Jeff it. Foster
0: was – I would hate it. Jeff Foster is way better than Nick Collison ever thought about being. Uh, look, look at the stats. You looked, have you looked I'll, at Jeff Foster's stats? Time. Yeah, I'm wasting time right now. But I, I've i looked them up, but they're terrible. I guarantee you he averages more – like his career rebounds points again. are like two. I, I didn't say points. Rebounds. While right. you guys
1: do this, I'm going to go take a piss. What am I looking right, for? Fo- Jeffrey?
0: Jeffrey? Jeffrey Lawrence Foster. What's All the- right.
2: We'll do his career averages first. Okay. Points per game. <clears throat> 4.9 career.
0: Okay. That's better than Carlson.
2: Okay. His high was 5.7. Okay. No, that's so 6.4. 6.4? 6. No, okay. There we go. That's three buckets. Rebounds. Total rebounds, 6.9. That's Not terrible. Long, Assist, 0.9. Blocks, 0.4. Okay. And let's go to tur- turnovers. Just uh, just Yeah.
1: This
0: is a good
2: rating. 0.8. Okay, so let's check Nick Collison. Okay.
0: Nick Collison. The fact that we're even talking about Jeff Foster. 5.9 career points. More. Rebounds. What's his career high, though? 5.2.
2: Not as more. Not as career high per, per game, 9.6. Okay,
0: so he was. So
2: he was. I mean, he scored. D- different NBA, though. Different, different NBA, NBA. <laughs> scored less big guy than right. the action, though. Right. So, I mean, at yeah. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Foster. I mean, Nick Collison averaged a whole point more in his career, is what you yeah, mentioned. But But the rebounds. But the rebounds. Foster was uh, he, 6.9. About, yeah. Which is a great number to end your Feisty career. Feisty Foster,
0: up. baby. Feisty Foster. What about. <laughs> we talk about turnovers. We get that. Uh, we get the official efficiency rating per thirty six. Nick Collison averages point one more turnover. No, that's year.
2: huge. That's so bad. You
0: extrapolate like that over like twenty years, and that's a shit ton of turnovers. What do you think Jeff Foster's
2: career three kidding. point percentage is? I'm hoping Four. zero. No way. He did hit.
0: He hit a couple. He did. He did hit a couple. It could
1: be fifteen.
2: One year he had a twenty nine percent clip. So he what he shot on point .1 attempts a game. Wow, his career three-point is point thirteen. So, I mean, that's all you gotta say right there. I, I stand corrected. Jeff Foster is clearly a better player. Thank you.
1: That's all. You that's got. all we got. That was the worst segment we've ever done. All right, that's gonna wrap that up. Coming up next, Jeff Foster, our trade again. scenarios. Ooh.
2: I'd like to take a second to tell you about our new friends from TickSplitz, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained services charges. At TixBlitz, the price you see and the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TixBlitz.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com promo code ARMCHAIR. TixBlitz. Guaranteed seats. Guaranteed emotions.
1: All right, we are back, and now our official Born Ready to Pod trade deadline special. Dun, 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 dun. We've already done some trades, but now with the trade deadline being less than a week away, we have trades that the Indiana Pacers should consider making before the trade deadline. Are you guys ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Coach Light, are you
0: ready? Couldn't be more ready if I wanted to be.
1: All right, I'll just start it off. Here's my first trade. Pretty simple trade. The Pacers and the Houston Rockets make a deal.
0: Oh, shit.
1: The Pacers send Doug McDermott and Kyle O'Quinn to the Houston Rockets in exchange for Eric Gordon. Now, this might be one that I've seen online, but I plugged in the trade machine today, and I just said, okay. So I might be stealing from somebody, but I thought it was a good deal. What do you guys think of that deal?
2: I didn't hear it. I was was reading my computer like a bad host. One more time. Uh,
1: Doug McDermott, Kyle O'Quinn. Rockets okay. get the shooting and a big man they need right now, Yeah, because right now Nene's playing minutes. <laughs> and they the Pacers get Eric Gordon. Yeah. I mean, I think he's kind of... How old's Eric Gordon? Uh, so he went to IU and OA. I mean, I could just, I could just look at One year deal. I'm going to guess he is... Don't tell me. I'm going to guess he's 29 or 30.
2: Do you guys ever remember that rumor that Eric Gordon's in Space Jam? He's Michael Jordan's son. Yeah. Have you guys heard that? No. That's something I believed for like 10 years. That was like an actual rumor Eric Gordon plays Michael Jordan's son in Space Jam. I've never heard that. Yeah. And then it just wasn't true. I just found out one and I was just completely shocked. So, anybody out there, How am with he? you. He's 30 years old right now. Nice. And I don't know what his contract looks like. Uh, I think he's got two
1: more years. I wouldn't hate Eric this Gordon. Year.
2: The wing that can shoot, pretty decent. I think he's capable of playing D. I don't watch that many Rockets games, admittedly. And then they can flip Tyreek somewhere else. He's one of those guys. He's like a—he's a, kind of like Boyan in a way. That's what kind of Eric Gordon reminds me of. I mean, yeah. he's got a way bigger body. He's a little more athletic, of course, but he shoots as you want him to shoot.
0: I'd do the deal, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. All right, give us one of yours. Okay, so my first deal—I was going to have the Pacers <coughs> obtaining uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. So just I threw this deal on the fly. Uh, it's a pretty simple deal, actually. We're sending T.J. Leaf to the Denver Nuggets, a team that is looking for power forward help. Uh, They're not liking what they're seeing out of Trey Lyles. So we trade T.J. Leaf, and we get Malik Beasley. T.J. Leaf for Malik Beasley. He's on the Nuggets. Nuggets. Malik Beasley, um, he's a guy that I think is uh, a guy that can shoot. Um, He's averaging, actually, 10.7 points per game in in his uh, limited action. Uh, but he's been somewhat injured. He's also averaging about two point. He's averaging two point five rebounds and one point two assists. I think he's a team. Uh, he's a player that's going to get stuck behind the Gary Harrises of the world. Um, and I think that T.J. Leaf could actually help them a lot, especially in their second unit. Uh, it's an unsexy trade, but a trade I'd love to see.
2: For all the joking we do with Leaf, I mean, I kind of don't want to get rid of him at this point. For that, I Blake Beasley. I mean, I'm just saying he's played pretty well. He's damn athletic. But he's I'm still he's very, he's very much alive. He's averaging ten points a game though. It's, he's, it's
0: not, true. he's not a slug, and I think he's like twenty-one years old. So it's not like we're trading TJ Lee for some old guy. That that's the only reason yeah. I've watched him play and I actually like him. But It'd be I really understand why you'd want to keep Leaf.
2: For that trade, yes. But I mean, at the same time, I would. It's not like I'd riot if that trade happened. Right, right, I mean, right, it's right. like sure, right? Yeah, I like it. It's I, It's better than what I came up with because okay. I don't have any. Oh.
1: All right. Next up <laughs> on my list. The Pacers and the Orlando Magic complete a trade. Ooh, I was trying to go with the Magic, so. The Pacers will send Tyreek Evans, Corey Joseph, and Kyle Quinn. In exchange, they will take on the contract of Evan Fournier. They'll get Kim Birch, I think that's how you say his first name. And Jonathan Isaac. Oh, i do that Who was a top ten pick. Yes hasn't really found his way in Orlando, and Orlando likes to give up on their young guys. I think he was in six, 2016, he was a top 10 pick. Yeah. Florida
2: State, right? So yeah. you, uh, Pastor. Pastor, you.
1: give yeah. You give Orlando some cap relief on Fournier's contract. He's got another two years after this at like 17 million, which is not very nice, mm-hmm. but he's a decent shooting guard. And then you get a young prospect in Jonathan Isaac.
2: That's a deal I really
1: I feel like. I like that deal. Should we, give, his, up we'd give, we up give up again? We would give up Kojo, Tyreek, Tyre,
0: and Kylo Quinn. I like the deal a lot.
1: All one-year deals that come off the books for the Magic. It makes a lot of sense. And they
0: get rid of a 17 million dollar contract. So yeah. I uh, know I like the deal. I was trying to get Terrence Ross, and I couldn't. I couldn't get matched up with him. I think he's making like 10 mil. Expiring deal. So uh, yeah, I like that trade a lot, Chris. Um, yeah. And uh,
2: Isaac's famously known for being a pastor, I should okay. say this, and uh, all of his teammates didn't show up to his uh, first sermon, that was the famous note about Jonathan Isaac. Wow. Him tough. Tough. So and he needs some good, he needs some strong teammates around him. Yeah.
0: can be in his court, like his choir, works out perfectly. It does yeah. work out perfectly. Okay, so I tried to go a different way um, with the other two. So I, there's two ways you can look at this. We talked about playoff route A, where you're getting to the playoffs, right? And, competing. You're, and you're competing. You're yep. going for it, okay? Or you can go a different direction. So, for the first one, I know this is going to piss a lot of people off, including you two. But this one, we're trading Bogdanovich. So, this Get is out. a... <laughs> I, know, I know. I'll hear Get you. Out. I'm willing to listen. So, th- this is a... This is Not going in the way of tanking, but going in the way of trying to go for a lottery ticket. So we're trading Bo Young by to the 76ers. 76ers desperately need three-point shooters to space the floors. Just desperate. Um, And in return, we are going to take on Zaire Smith, young guy. Uh, He hasn't hasn't played, but a lot of potential. And Markel Fultz. And here's why. Here's why. I don't love Fultz. And I've, I've kind of stated this with you guys. I don't know if I've said it on the air, but Fultz is a guy, if it's an injury problem, he can get better, right? If it's an injury problem, <laughs> yes. he can get better. If it's a mental problem, he's not ever going to get over it in Philadelphia. Send him our way. Uh, we've specialized in head cases before, guys like Lance. We've helped you know Victor overcome some of the mental things he's had to overcome to be that top talent. So give me Fultz, give me Zaire Smith, Two guards that can that can play. If we fix Fultz, we potentially have an all-star. I mean, I I get that Fultz yeah. was the number it's one risky. overall pick. It's very risky. It's very risky. But at this point, this this is a couple days later. Let's assume we've only won one of the next five games or so, and we're like, you know what? We all love Bogdanovich. We don't want to get rid of Bogdanovich. But really, if we're not going to re-sign him next year, take a shot on Fultz and Zaire Smith. Let's see if we can fix Fultz. Yeah. If we can, it's huge for us.
1: We want Bogey back. He we want seems back. like a guy that would sign I re-sign. love Bogey. He any, seems like a guy that would re-sign. Any guy that the Pacers aren't planning on re-signing, they need to get rid of at the deadline.
2: Yes. yes, that's I what think we've been preaching. Bogdanovich, is like the, he's like the diamond in the rough we found. Like Everyone had given up on this guy. He comes here. Resurgence his career, he's the starting guy. But we did give him $10 million a I year. I, I mean, it's I mean, not like he came over here. But that's good value, I think. I mm-hmm. mean, I think he's worth that easily. And I think he's a guy that I think we would want to resign because it's kind of like our pride. We found this guy. He became this good player here. Like
1: Out of I, all the one-year deals the Pacers have expiring, he's the guy that him and
2: Thad – and to give him up for a guy that has never played,
0: well, granted, played. I'm talking about oh head, sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: and a guy that's played and has got so many problems, head injury,
0: we don't know. Right, if you're not it's playing, a huge a
1: keeping bogey. Then I like it. Yeah,
0: I think it's a course. complete, it's if a complete know. risk, and we love Bogdanovich probably more than anybody else. Hit the damn music, we're all about it. It's just to me, Fultz is a guy you're not going. To, we're realistic. We, we don't think the Pacers are going to be in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. You know, if yeah. we're going to have to have we're going to have to take a homegrown guy and make him into the All Star. And even then, typically, like Paul George ripped our hearts out. Now we have Victor now, so we're fine. But I'm saying you get Fultz, try to fix him. You get three years to try to fix this guy who is obviously a top talent, and is what it is. That's it'd the a, risk to me.
2: It'd be a good deadline move just because you'd get Markel and hopefully. And let him play, like, the last 20, 30 games of the year. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think a lot of it's mental, man. It's got to really be. Do. He I would really play right do. now if he was on another team. You think yeah, so? I think so. I think so. Maybe. That's why I think it's worth the risk, but obviously given a Do you bogey- think they're going to move
2: Foles to the deadline? There hasn't think- been much talk about it. I mean, all these other guys well, are taking up the media said, said before
1: that they'd, they'd be willing to move It's Foles. hard to
0: value him yeah.
1: because he's so, a number one pick. You don't want to give up on him that quick. You don't want to give up. You don't and- want to be stuck with the other And minute. another yeah. team doesn't want to give up too much.
0: So yeah. I-, I think a bogey. That's a realistic
1: do. deal that I could see
2: happening. Yeah,
0: And Bogey, I'm telling you right now, if Bogey would be – if he was in the 76ers lineup, you put him with Embiid, you put him with Simmons and Butler, holy shit. I mean, he's going to have so many wide-open shots. That that That's a huge gift for the Philadelphia 76ers. A team – you put Bogey in there, and I, I swear to God, I think they could represent the East in the finals over – Toronto. I think he's Having that him good. and JJ Redick. That's a good that's a, a trade that the
2: 76ers fan right now would be probably telling you hell yeah, let's go on. Let's do
0: it. I think it would work for both teams now. I
2: hate. Great, it, great trade. Great Sorry. trade. Thank all you.
1: right, here's my final one three-way deal Ugh. between the Indiana Pacers, the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Oh, you Davis.
0: Gordon I John. have <laughs> just
1: I have the Suns receiving Anthony Davis and Doug McDermott. Oh, that's a shame. Suns get Anthony Davis. Suns get Anthony Davis and Doug McDermott. Wow. The Pacers get T.J. Warren and Etuan Moore. Perfect. So they take the Etuan Moore contract. Okay. Pelicans in return. Now, this might be a lot, but it worked out, so I did it. <laughs> Pelicans will receive Josh Jackson, DeAndre Ayton, Mikel <laughs> no. Bridges, Tyreek Evans... And a lottery-protected first-round pick. That makes sense. I mean, Anthony Davis for, would war For Actually, I would say a top-three protected pick from the Phoenix Suns. And then also a Pacers second-round pick.
2: And we get Etuan Moore and TJ Warren.
1: Yes. So the now, Pacers for us, can, for the Pacers, it's a solid move. Yeah, solid move for us. The Suns, they're not going to be anything with the – I mean, Aiton's going to be a stud. But you have a chance Now, not saying Anthony Davis is going to stay out there, but you pair him with Devin Booker – for a year or so, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, you might convince another guy to go there in free
0: agency in the summer. I don't know. Maybe, I, it, maybe you um, can convince him yeah, to I stay. Don't, I don't. I don't hate the deal by any means. I like the deal for the Pacers. Um, but if I, if I'm just playing devil's advocate. If I, if I'm running the the Suns, I'm adamant that I'm not receiving McDermott. I'm receiving probably Kojo, a guy that's similar yeah. in salary. And now I get a point guard. Now Booker can play as natural too. And now you're cooking with some fire. Um, and probably I would try to get Collison, and obviously they'd have to shed something back to the Pacers, but, um, and I'd be all too happy to do that deal. I know f- part of the thing for us is getting rid of McDermott's contract, which we knew was kind of rough when he signed it, but it is what it is. I like that, Chris. I like he is not panned out.
2: It's good about it from a Phoenix GM perspective. There's no way you would you would think without being somewhat delusional that he would just free if you did that trade you're gonna he's gonna resign. Yeah,
1: you're taking. He's going a big, from, he's
2: going from a, he's going to a worse team. You're
1: taking a big risk. A huge but, risk. I mean, they've been what they've been basement dwellers. For Who's the second best player in that six trade, or seven maybe? years? The. Second best player, Josh Jackson. It could be T.J.
2: Warren, just from a specific playing now and not potential. Yeah, that
0: contract's a little rough.
2: Yeah,
1: I think he's got. He makes ten million a year, so I don't think it's rough oh, at it's all. It's not that bad. It's he's not so bad. a. He's a guy that's increased his
2: scoring every <laughs> year. Like just he's he's from NC State. Just throwing out facts. I know Pelicans.
1: I feel like get a good haul on that deal.
2: They definitely do. I think for the Pelicans, that's that's good. But I don't think the Suns would do it because I don't think they're that naive. That yeah, I think but got to take a risk,
0: fudge and naive. They
2: are, but I mean, you see a guy in New Orleans unhappy with not being a contender. What if from the Phoenix Suns? What, what makes you think he's going to be happy here? also? Yeah, fair. it's
1: warmer there. <laughs> uh, it's close to L.A. He could go visit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I it's know. a good trade. Definitely, I like it. All,
0: All right, okay, last one. So uh, this is a trade I've been, I've really, I've been preaching Tobias to Harris. So the last well, let trade, last trade. Was things aren't going so well. Let's pick up Fultz and let's see if we can fix them. So it's so like project. This is going the other way. This is okay. We like our team now. We need another player. Okay. So Pacers would be trading away first off a first round pick, the first round their first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tyreek Evans, Kojo, and TJ Leaf. Okay. Tyreek Evans, Kojo, TJ Leaf, and first round and pick. First In return, you get Tobias Harris, who you're trying to lure into staying next year. You also, now, that in and of itself, I don't think the Clippers would do. I don't think that they would do that. So, I've decided (coughs) to take on the contract of Avery Bradley, which is not great. Two years, 12 mil. So, you're pretty much tying up free agency. By getting Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley. Even though Bradley can play a little bit. He plays hard defense. Yeah, he plays hard defense. And then uh uh Sendarius Thornwell, uh just uh just a guy, but he's still on a two-year deal. That would that would give the Clippers all kinds of cap space. That would be nineteen mil coming off the books next year. Go get Kawhi Linn. Go get you can get two. That would give them yeah. enough space to get two. And I would be all too happy next year going into the season. Now, in this situation, we'd keep Bogey. Okay, so we would have, I guess, point guard, I guess Collison. We'll just say Collison. Collison, Bogey, Tobias Harris, um, Thad Young, Miles Turner with Sabonis off the bench. That's a pretty solid six. That's
2: good, yeah. I like that. From a
0: just future perspective for the Pacers, that's probably the best trade I've heard. I mean, you're getting Tobias to Harris, yeah. and you're trying to obviously you're trying to woo him. You we're not giving up uh, anything. I think anybody would really cry about. I I like Corey Joseph. We'd all say, "Piddle fart with Tyreek, get him out. That's fine." TJ Leaf's playing better, so the Clippers would have TJ Leaf kind of as their prospect and the first round pick, which you can look at one or two ways to pay. That first round pick's gonna get better and better as the season goes on. You can either get so. an
2: OG and an OB or you can get a TJ Leaf with that pick. So yeah, it's just on them.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Chris?
1: I like it. Not much to say. I like it. Hawk yeah. said, "Good deal." Yep. I
2: okay. liked all those trades. You guys came with the heat today.
1: I like that.
0: Yeah. Dude, if you don't think I sat there for hours, just, I, I know. You sent it. us a lot of pictures. I, I, love, I love when I
2: get them, but I just can't get into it as much as you
1: guys can. Yeah. The well, machine.
0: and that's like every time I send one, I'm like, and you know, as I Hawk really was saying, this it's time to update the machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and every time I send a trade, I'm just like. I know they're so pissed, and they're just—they just know they're getting another trade for me. Yeah, you're just waiting on the next trade, but it's, no, I, it's I like good.
2: it's all good. It's it's thought provoking. It it lets me think about other things other than us losing every game we play. So I like it.
1: And I think we are in agreement. Next episode we record has to be after the trade deadline, so that's next Thursday. Yeah, to break down the Tobias yep, Harris trade I agree. and the league. So,
2: so you got your listeners in for a treat. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, that's going to wrap that segment up. Coming up, our last segment—you all know it. Around the association, prepare to turn (laughs) your uh, volume down for a few seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It is time
2: for the association
0: presented by. God, God, God. All right, that was a pretty good. One. And we're back. That was pretty good. I gotta mix say. it up. Did you work on that? No, Honestly. I don't. They
1: always just come to my mind. I do want to say, Hawk, I would really like you to bring that same fire that you've been bringing in the chats lately.
0: To it's gonna be hard because what
2: those those things just randomly hit me. Just fits of anger just randomly coming waves at me yeah. when I see something that pissed me off, and then I just go, I just go maniac for a second. I lose all thought. I want all it, control. I want it.
1: I want it to return. It's so. called bipolar right.
2: disorder. Okay, well, it's <laughs> clearly what I have. First up, <clears throat> Anthony Davis, the guy everyone loves to talk about. Agent Rich balls has informed the Pelicans he wants out. No way. Of New Orleans. The Cajun food and the hurricanes on Bourbon Street are too much for Davis. Obviously, Rich Paul is LeBron's agent as well. It just really pisses me off to see how much the media is coming in their pants trying to get Davis to the Lakers. (sighs) I mean, this guy just thinks he has complete and utter control like with the media, and the media just literally just sits there and waits for every ounce of cum to come out of his penis, and they just slurp it up. I mean, they love it. It's amazing. I mean, this guy openly drinks on the sideline. He's just sitting there with like a flask basically getting drunk. He's forcing his alcohol down his kid's throats. this guy should be arrested. I freaking hate LeBron James. I mean, just the amount of media garbage and vomit that is just I'm consuming. Every day is just absolutely pissing me off, and I can't stake it anymore. The guys even played, and he wants Luke Walton out. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, you guys were like the 4-5 seed when you guys were – everyone was healthy, playing good, and now that you can't be healthy to play, you're going to tell your camp that you want this guy out, which, hey, dumbass, everyone knows that you and your camp aren't like this separate entity. You guys are the same damn people. So if your camp wants it, you obviously want it too. People are not that fucking stupid. So I, I just this. hate LeBron. I love this. Right, so that's all I got on LeBron right no, now. No,
1: I, I completely agree. They're a top they were a top four or five seed when The he guy played. needs to be arrested. Like that's he, basically my point. He, he he's gotta be able to play by now, I feel like. It's just it's just, he's just he's he wants out, Luke Wall now. He wants the Luke Wall now and he wants the young guys to play to so he can try to get Anthony Davis. Yeah, he wants the trade. Right oh out. my
2: god. Does this guy even care about like basketball anymore?
0: I don't think he does.
2: I mean, I feel like I used to like watching LeBron play, and I still remove everything from aside. side, the guy's dominant, he's fun to watch. I will say that. But everything else is the most annoying thing ever created for any kind of sports narrative. And it just never stops. Like, quit. Quit. That's all i got to say. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Pacers are not off to
1: a good start right
2: now. Okay. Well. Whoops. Apparently, Dell Demps is just not answering his phone, apparently, which has since been another report came out and said that there's like five offers on the table and he's weighing. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. Anthony Davis is basically up for grabs for anyone at this point. Del Dumps, I mean, he's just got to be so confused on what to do. So, poor guy. Thoughts on Anthony Davis? Uh,
1: I saw this guy on Twitter that said that... Uh, I forget what it was, but he said something to the effect that if any young player who's represented by Rich Paul in the future, they should hold out or something with the... Due to what Dell Dumps is currently doing to Anthony Davis. So, if a young player that... Is currently represented represented by Rich Paul, is on the Pelicans. They should hold out or try to request a trade when they're on the Pelicans, just in exchange for how he's currently treating Anthony Davis. <laughs> how funny is that? That's a, that's that's the a worst. Ta- that's a Skip Bayless take right there. It's it's really annoying. This um, as a
2: small market team. I can just see this this has happened to us, and I can see it happening again. You're not
1: then. going to. You're going to do what's best for your team. I don't care who. Every time. I don't care if you have Michael Jordan on your team. You're going to do what's best for your team. Mm -hmm. You're going to find the best deal out there. You don't care what the player wants. They are in a contract. I understand they want to leave. If they want to leave in free agency, that's completely fine. But you told us you want to dealt. So we're going to make the best move for our organization. So if that means shipping him to the Phoenix Suns, as I mentioned earlier, (laughs) that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I I I would ignore trade phone calls from the Lakers because honestly. Who wants Lonzo and Ingram? Who wants them? I don't. I don't. I
2: don't. I don't, I just, I don't, I don't want them. I'd rather have Lavar, if we're being honest. I know he's more entertaining. And
1: how much is Lavar Ball shitting in his pants right now? That dude, look,
2: he is on Guantanamo Bay. I swear, LeBron's got him hiding somewhere. The fact that I haven't heard anything out of Lavar and
1: right now there's a gun to his head right now. There, if you speak,
2: you're dead. And LeBron James If he sold. goes
1: to the Pelicans, Lavar's coming back out. Yeah, full. I can't wait. That'll be the best part of everything.
2: If Lonzo gets traded. Pacers down nine nothing really. Drew Holiday says that the only reason he signed his contract, 90% of it, was because of Anthony Davis. When in reality, I mean, these, the Pelicans were the only team that could pay him that money. With he got this, paid uh, good money. He did. He makes like but, 25 a year. Like the Pelicans in their situation had, no one else could have paid him that amount, basically.
0: Yeah. I think the NCAA should let him transfer if he wants to. <laughs>
1: the NCAA should get involved? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I Wouldn't get it. I, I get it. I don't
1: feel sorry for him because he's making twenty five a year, but I'd take him on the Pacers. Get, Absolutely, get the Holiday Brothers Your together. Dog.
0: Listen, I I was looking up the Pacers score when you guys were talking about anything. They're down nine. So just yeah, down I know. Let's just rewind for a second. I tried like hell to find a deal. It's to, hard to send him to Sacramento. I thought the Pelicans should send him to Sacramento. i love that. I got a bet just, on the line here. Just, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But it was like, it was a bunch of just shit, like buddy healed, getting buddy healed back. You know, just yeah. just nasty, ugly shit. But uh, <laughs> I think send his ass to the Suns. I agree with Chris. Why are we trying to make this guy's life easier? I mean, what's he done for you? He can't even get you guys to the playoffs. Yeah, people are saying play.
1: everything he's done for the organization. He's been out of the first round. He made it to the second round one time. Like, yeah, he's a good player. He's got he, a unibrow, cool. He's injury prone. Uh he's a good regular season guy, but he hasn't he should easily by himself if he's as great as people think he is, win forty five to fifty games every year.
0: Would you rather for the Pacers, would you rather have Mr. Holiday, Drew. Drew Holiday. Or Mike Conley Junior for the next two years.
1: Drew. Holiday. Yeah, okay. that's pretty easy. Cool. Yeah.
0: I think it's close, but cool. I think it's definitely oh, I just, Drew. I just one. Uh-huh.
2: Just a little throw. Are out. you in agreement? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. Next up, we got Luka Doncic. We've talked about it a little bit. He seems to be uh, the topic of a lot of discussion. Hopefully he doesn't come the next LeBron James. I don't want to hate him. Um, First teen in the NBA with a 30-point triple-double, 35-12-10. Wasn't enough to beat the Raptors, unfortunately. Uh, The previous hold of the record was LeBron James at 20 years and 100 days. This guy's a teenager, 35-12-10. What do we think?
1: I mean... I think we can all agree he should have been the first pick in the draft. Probably. I mean, Aiton's having a good year. Pacers scored. Thank God. Uh, we got to quit talking about. It. <laughs> but yeah, I mean he's very good. The and, Donk man. You know, putting him together now with Porzingis for the future, like we've said, it's going to be a very good future for the Mavericks. Uh, they've been in the bottom seller for a few years ever since they won the championship, and you know they got their two for- white foreign guys, and they're set up. I really like. Donkey? Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> donkey. <laughs> um, I don't have much to say.
2: Should we take this time to to clarify what Dan Dawkins was saying earlier? Yeah, how he hated Christoph's Brazingus. Listen, Dan Dawkins has maybe seen Christophs play like four or five times. This guy is seven three and can shoot, and he does everything pretty well, but I mean he's just he's seven three and he can shoot.
1: I mean what what are we talking about, Dan? Yeah, if he if if he's saying no. if he's not like the franchise player that you know Dan Dockich was saying he's not, he's still a very good NBA player to have as your second. Guy. Absolutely. So, uh, pretty much, I just don't ever understand. Dockich will say that he said something, and when he's right, every once and out of a hundred times, he just takes it to a ridiculous level, and he's not even really right about this.
0: I don't feel like. What do you think, Jake? No, he's not. He's not right. Um, the, he even admitted it himself. Well, okay, the Knicks had to take Chris Thompson. Yeah, they had to take Chris Thompson. There was nobody left in that draft. Miles Turner. I mean, okay, would you rather have Chris Thompson or Miles Turner? I'm just saying. No, no, really. No, no. okay, I'm, I'm being honest. Who'd you rather have? I don't. I don't want to get into that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So <laughs> basically, what that. I'm what I'm saying right now is, I think Dachich is right. In one sense, just because he, he said that they would be picking in you know the, the lower bowl uh, in terms of picks, that's two driving layups for Bojan bitch, by the way. I'm just watching this little game cast here. But um, at the same time, he's obviously clearly the best player in that deal. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to say he's not good at basketball. Like, yeah, or so, Dan Dockage. Yeah, both. or you just, you just got to be Dan Dockage. <laughs>
2: so, All right, yeah. we'll move on from that. There's been a couple other names that have come out and requested as trades as well. Uh, They're not as talked about because these players aren't as good, but Marquise Chris and Thon Maker have requested trades as well, which is hilarious to (laughs) me.
0: Hit the damn music!
2: (laughs) All right, let's focus on Around the
1: association.
2: Okay, yeah. So those two guys, would you would you would you take Marquise Chris or Don Baker on your? On I've always bases? loved
0: Marquise Chris, but yeah. um, I would rather have Don Baker just because I vividly remember like three or four years ago watching that seven footer play point guard. Now, he's probably 42 at that time. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got to be probably, one of these other guys. He's 36. Yeah, he's 36, like four guys 37. But <laughs> I remember when somebody tried to say he was 28 <laughs> and he was trying to play off 18. There, there needs to be some type Just of tell. thing
1: in NBA contracts where uh, you have to have some certain level of production in your career before you're allowed to request a trade. <laughs> Those two guys have no room to talk. I mean, they're very close to playing overseas in a yeah. couple of seasons.
2: Okay, well, there you go. And then... Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he bought a $13.3 million house in San Diego. That's the end of my around the association stuff. So, he, what do you
0: guys think? He went to college in San
2: Diego. Right? I know, that's why it's not a big deal, but people were talking about it. People do we might, think it influences if I had or the or money, buy?
0: I would 100% be in San Diego, my favorite place in the world. buy in house? State. Oh my God, yeah. If I was rich, I mean it's okay, it's going to be between 68 and 72 with a lot of sun. A lot of Sounds pretty malls. bad, you know? Uh, you know. It's pretty close to the old core. <laughs> yeah, it's a non-story for the yeah. most part. I think yeah. I think I'm,
2: I think most of those guys they probably have houses in L.A., Florida,
1: Texas, whatever. So but it's, nowadays, it's nowadays, but if you buy a house anywhere near, like you could buy a house in like Vegas or somewhere, and that since that's close to L.A., yeah, they would say you're going Lakers. to Lakers because
2: that's all part of the media like conspiracy theory. Any, we we got to get everyone here. And any anytime,
1: anytime that. Uh, like, like Porzingis, I figured today when he said he wanted to trade, I figured the first thing that would come out was he's going to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Anytime that happens, they automatically assume that the Lakers are going to get him. Well, the Lakers have to make a trade for somebody. Yeah. Or they have to sign somebody. They got LeBron, congratulations. But I just hate that narrative that they're going to the Lakers no matter what. It really pisses me off. Well,
2: I mean, Magic Johnson, he's, he's done a lot of miraculous things. He's beat AIDS, apparently. I mean, mm-hmm. he's played basketball well, but... Maybe,
0: hey, uh. This is weird. Yeah, go ahead. And just... Of course, no one wants to pay
2: too much. Yeah, people have a lot of issues, but we're changing all that. That's why we build a faster process with honest conversation and a better price guarantee. And don't forget
0: with our live market pricing, never pay too much. Never. You know they're paying. All right, okay, this, hold on. that was our <laughs> commercial. Let me, let, me go back, let me go back for a second. Sorry. Um, they are paying too much. This is, this is Netflix here, so I'm going completely off around the association. Go ahead. Have you guys seen, and speaking of AIDS, that's what really brought me to this. I'm going to get comfortable here. The, uh, have you seen the Gianni Versace the The murder of Gianni the one that was like on
2: TBS, the limited series. Yeah, I have not seen it. I've heard about it. Deli- I saw it's, it won a delightful. Golden Globe or something. It's
0: delightful. Um, I'm watching it right now, and uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, but he had the he had the AIDS, and then they gave him some pills, and all of a sudden he got better. But that just him and uh, they did a thing on him and Magic Johnson apparently on Oprah forever ago. So I just maybe is Isn't wow. is he from
2: like Memphis or like. Wisconsin isn't Versace like? you have on Versace? You think this guy's straight out of Italy or something?
0: His family was from Italy. Okay, I'm Med- pretty
2: sure he was like born in like Madison, Wisconsin or right. something. I, I'm hilarious. not hilarious. Sure. I know
0: he spent a lot of time in San Francisco. There you go. I mean, okay. that's
2: if you like men, that's where you go. And you're also a man. <laughs> that's not. Right. That's a fact. So before well, before we close the show, I
1: got two that? things I want to go over. First off is talking about the Super Bowl, and the second off is a listener call-in message we got. Uh, and we got to record a you, commercial still. Don't forget Do you want the message uh, before or after the Super Bowl? Before. Down? Before. All before. right. Because I don't care about the Super Bowl.
2: Fellas, Rob Indy. There's a, there's a clear winner here. It's Andy Moore Chevrolet. A lot of positivity in that ad. The, the female host... On there, she really brings it. You gotta love the football puns, folks. they are really—they're not the easy ones. I mean, okay, maybe they are the exact stereotypical ones with the luck and stuff like that. But then you got the the, the backup guy coming in with the—you'll find your Chevrolet in stock on our lot. Got weird upper teeth, but that—he just—he's probably five-two, but he adds a lot into the mix. I feel like if I went to Andy Moore's Chevrolet, they take good care of me. I don't work there. This is a shameless promo for the promo. Solid ad. Keep it going, fellas.
1: So thanks to Rob for that message. Uh, big Andy Moore guy, apparently. Uh, we asked some people to call in about their favorite Pacers commercials, and he was the only guy. <laughs> uh, I, 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 great commercial, by the way. I'm just glad to see Rob is okay. He yeah. was one he of was those that left a depressing message. He wanted us to make it stop. He'll stay out of his garage. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad weird. Rob's okay. I look forward to his mes- messages. I always love them. Yeah. So, All right, next on the list, and then we're going to wrap it up. Super Bowl's coming up this week. I could care less. I don't even know if I'll watch. I'll maybe watch bits and pieces. I don't I'm, really I'm care. I'm going to a
2: party, and I'm, I'm going to try to get drunk, so I don't have to watch.
1: Uh, I almost said the Saints. <laughs> uh, Rams against the Patriots. Who you got? I don't want to spend too much time because I don't care.
2: It's like I'm going I, every time Rams. I think about it, I just can't see like the Patriots not winning. I think yeah, Goff's right. going to struggle. He's going to have an Andrew kid.
0: Luck-like performance in the playoffs. He's not. He might not throw a whoa, completion. Whoa, whoa, what are we doing all of a sudden? Like, whoa, everything was going good. <laughs> Listen, he might what not have a completion for the first quarter, might not get his team a first down in the first half, but I still think the Rams are the more talented roster.
2: Yeah, but that, that never stops the Patriots. I'm I know. Like Patriots.
0: I, I, I can't not pick the Patriots.
2: We talked about this like when He's I was like,
0: negative bit,
2: but. I, I'm pretty sure I've picked the Patriots from the beginning to be in the Super Bowl, other than when I went on the
1: Colts, we're going to make it for a while. I will bring this up. Kevin Bowen, I'm pretty sure on our Colts preview episode, he picked the Packers and the Jaguars in the Super Bowl. No way, did he yes, really? Yes, I'd have to go back. But I'm pretty sure that's
2: what he said. Was he the one that would just wouldn't give us an answer, and then he finally did? Or no, that, that Agnes? was Agnes. Yeah, that was Agnes. That was yeah. Agnes
1: Thomas. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't had Agnes on for a segment like God I said. I miss him. I know. Been busy. Busy yeah. lives. These guys are so busy during the. Who we got
2: for halftime. We got bringing five. Anybody else? Isn't it like Migos or something? I think they're bringing in some I Atlanta know. rappers.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I know there is like, a. There's like a WWE event a halftime that you can switch to. I might, I might just go to that. Listen,
0: I had this theory. This is what the NFL should have done. They should have really went out. They should have got Nickelback. Uh, hear me out here. They should have gone with Imagine Nickelback, Dragons. Imagine Dragons, and Florida Georgia Line. Oh wow. God! I would you, listen. Watch. Nickelback's you, you, you the best band would, you would have just listen. Said. You would have watched it. You hype it up as the worst halftime show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> You would get millions of views. I'm serious. It's not you a bad idea. watch it. And Fergie. Fergie. Her, the her London Bridge was falling down. Could you imagine that? And then that girl that just Should we said,
1: throw call Keith. me,
2: maybe, comes out and yeah. closes it Let's down. down. Let's be honest, Maybe though. Keith Urban, many, the top Any Super
1: Bowl performance or NBA performance, it's always cringeworthy. Oh, it's never uh, easy to watch. The it worst sucks. is the
2: Thanksgiving ones. Where they I thought court. Prince was good that one time,
1: though. Oh, the Prince was and, good. Uh, the Tom Petty
2: one was awesome. If you go back and watch I'm the i thinking Rolling I'm Stones thinking one.
1: more like pop and hip-hop. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah.
0: Katy Perry had
1: those sharks that were crazy. <laughs> I remember that one. And then, I think at the national football game, the college football game, wasn't Lil Wayne out there. Yes, him and, <laughs> and Imagine like, Dragons. They, people were saying he looked like the Hamburglar. <laughs> Oh, that shit was fun. There's gonna oh. be some good internet entertainment. If you yeah. really
0: could pick, uh, like, just we'll just do two, two guests, two halftime performers. Who would you pick? Like, ideally, Ooh. of all time. Well, you can pick whoever. Yeah, they can oh, be dead. Wow. Like the two most ideal ones. Right now,
1: my favorite band, Twenty One Pilots. I'm going with them, and I'm going with T-Pain. <laughs> Damn, T Pain's
2: an awesome one. I kind of like T Pain with Akon, but that wasn't going to be mine, so I'm not going to say it. You had to go a rock
1: group with. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick
2: Black Eyed. No, not Black Eyed Peas. The Black Keys, because I've always liked the Black Keys. And I'm going to have them paired with J. Cole, because I think J. Cole's one of the best. How random would that be? I (laughs) like very random. (laughs) J.
0: Cole and the Black Keys. I really like. I really like those picks. I think I'd go Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think he would be Electric City, and then I think I would want to throw in just somebody that's the exact opposite of him. I don't know. Like Eminem. Well, <laughs> maybe not that. You know what? That's a good that's pick. That's exactly. I opposite. think I'd like that. Michael <laughs> Jackson, Eminem. M&M
1: Michael out. Jackson, Eminem.
0: Macaulay Culkin. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think, because I think even him could slow it down, and I think Michael Jackson could speed it up, maybe not so much rap, but I think they could play off each other. Wow. Now you could, you got to pick two teams that are playing, two of all time. Uh, Detroit Lions versus the Cleveland Browns in the Super Bowl.
2: I'm taking, I think it was the 7 Colts. He's talking about all-time teams. I'm talking two all-time teams are playing. Oh,
0: yeah. oh, oh, all-time teams. Okay, that I was just fucked, or freaking around. Sorry. I was, <laughs> almost did that after we out there. For <laughs> the kids. They didn't get on to me last time.
2: I'm taking the 0-7 Colts. Or it might have been 0-4. The team that uh, lost was Nick team. Harper, they lost the Steelers. Yeah. The, the Vanderjot F- Field. Yeah, it was Goals. 5 oh. I'm taking that team in the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. And I'm taking they're going to play the Bears that they beat the, the year after. So, I mean, we're going to beat the Bears again because that would be an easy win. Those are my two teams playing, and okay. my halftime show is J. Cole okay. and the Black Key. I don't
1: have an option but we'll anybody but the Patriots.
0: Easy. Easy out there. <laughs> well, like, because I don't want to think about it. <laughs> no, all-time teams, I think I'd like to see – I want to see the Dan Marino when he was a rookie, the one Super Bowl he got. I'd like to see – that team did Marino won a Super Bowl? No, no, no. One Super Bowl he got to. Okay. He only got to one okay. Super Bowl. He yeah. definitely did not win it. That's he got to well it I want to see that team uh and I want them to play I think I'd like to see them play the Steve Young the first Steve Young Super Bowl team where he had the monkey off the back playing yeah. the Chargers. I think I'd like to see them just also, because I really like Dan Marino and I'll throw on my Steve hat in the matchup.
1: I also like to win see uh like New York Giants Patriots Super Bowl <laughs> <Teal> <laughs> just to run it back that. just to run it back both great matchups came down to the wire One great was an Super Bowl Indy. Oh no I
0: have it I know I I know oh, who right, I here want. it is I know who I want I want to see the Oakland Raiders team that got screwed over on the Tom Brady Tuck rule Yeah and I want them to play the Saints from this year What about all-time <laughs> screwball All-time screwball Oh my god the screwball That's how you can market it to. I, I, the, uh, the, uh, the the scruppable. the screwball the screwball <laughs> What about the
2: winless... Lions team from a few years ago, yes. and then what about the winless Browns team? How about that?
0: I would really, I would really, I really, truly think the I don't Lions think you would could win. pick a winner. I yeah, I truly, like it truly would be <laughs> rough. But yeah. no, well, I had to overcome because I said Terrell Lowens won a Super Bowl and that completely it was like two years before he was drafted, so I had to come up with something good. So
2: yep, there you Wormsies. go. I think those are those would be some compelling matchups. They're what about great NBA? Oh. Two NBA finals teams to go seven games. Yeah. Wow.
0: I'm 100% the team, the Pacers team, the Malice of the Palace. Yeah, that, that team. Yeah, and, uh, I go against the Spurs that year just because that just was give me. Finals. I
2: mean, I'm just going to take Warriors-Bulls, 92, and then let's give the 18 Warriors. Let's just give the people what they no, want. No, wait a
0: second. We're, we're screwing this all up. We're screwing this up. I want the LeBron, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love team. And I know that they're in the same. I know they're in the same conference. Doesn't matter. This is hypothetical. I want the best MJ Bulls team possible, and I want LeBron and MJ to go at it for no other reason than to just shut up all the MJ. That would be great. Just, just give me one game. I don't need all seven. Just give me one game. I'll take seven. Give me twelve minutes. Just, just so we don't have to hear this debate ever again. I'd love that. We just went really off-topic. Yeah, I
1: love it. Is that all we got? That's That's all we got. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. We will be back next week to break down the NBA trade deadline and hopefully some Pacers wins. We'll see you guys then.